our intro. You have to dance to it. Yeah, right. I didn't even. I wasn't. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> oh, let's go, Alex. We're bringing the fun. We're bringing the thunder. We are thunder. Flesh and blood down under. Whoop, whoop. Kia ora, Alex. Tenakoi. Welcome. Kia ora. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank he you. He speaks French. Really? Je parle un peu français. Where's Phil when we Where's, need him? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for coming. Hey, no worries. I, I only met you here. five minutes ago. Yeah. This is very short. We heard Alex is in town. I'm just adjusting Paul's camera while I talk. Uh, we heard he's in town. Um... You've been collecting content in the US for a bit for LSS. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you don't know, guys, Alex, what's your title at LSS, first of all? That's a good question. I mean, right now, technically, it's account manager. Um, okay. I am transitioning in the moment into our content and marketing team. So awesome. The actual title is sort of... Yeah, that's what I, you're doing have, now is content that's what I'm and marketing. Doing, yeah, yes, that's sort yeah. of part of the... That's why you're here. Yeah, the reason of the trip is to collect a bunch of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we, we had a rumor you were in Denver and you've been filming some stuff. Mm-hmm. I heard rumors of a hot tub and... Other stuff <laughs> that may, may never see the light of day. But the point was, um, One we're like, hey, we got an hour before dinner. Can you come and have a chat? And you got it cleared by the by the big wigs, and you're here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Appreciate it. No, it's great. I mean, it was a short walk over here, so I figured, why not? Well, but that's what we figured. Why we brought everything is like everyone's going to be around the convention center. I'm four minutes walk away. Hopefully, we can rope in lots of people in the flesh and blood and just chat with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, um. How long you you said July last year you got the job yeah. with LSS? Yeah. How? Um, I sort of fell into it, to be honest. Um, so I guess a bit of background is I actually have no background in trading card games. Um, that's probably it, a good thing. That's what actually, that's sort of what I was told like during <laughs> the interview. They were like, that might be good because you might look at some things. Because everyone else said LSS is, is a card gamer, yeah, right? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, I actually, I went through a temp agency um, after university. I was sort of like... Graduated university um, and I wasn't really feeling the corporate lifestyle. I don't know. I was sort of thinking like, ah, oh, do I really want to get into into this sort of like big hierarchy corporate business thing? Which I was like gunning for this, those sort of like consulting roles at like mm. your Deloitte's and PwC. That was sort of the, the stuff that I was looking at. And then because the lockdown and everything got pretty introspective, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And um, it got to the point where eventually I was like, oh, okay, I should probably actually get a job. And um I just went through a temp agency and they were like, well, there's this like company that, uh, you know, I studied international business, economics and French. And they were like, well, you did international business. So, you know, these guys are selling their product around the world. Um, they need an account manager and they need someone to talk to the French stores. And I'm like, well, that sounds like it sort of suits my yep. studies. And um, yeah, I just went to the interview, had a chat with um, Alan Hale and um, another one of our account managers there. And they offered me the job that afternoon and I was like, okay, sweet. I'll, I'll just get into it. And I actually ended up watching. So I watched the professor's video on uh, flesh and blood and sort of like what it was. And that's when I first heard the line of, okay, it's about being played in the flesh and blood. Yes. And I busted that out in the interview and they were sort of like stoked <laughs> about it. So I think that, that, that sort of helped, but um, yeah, just started and then just got thrown right in the deep end of the TCG industry and sort of had to learn about. Yeah, well, you're in a startup basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. when I came on, it was like I, I was—I was sort of like the first of the new account managers to come on because Alan, Alan's sort of like the OG. He's been there, f- you yes. know, for for ages. Um, so I was sort of one of the first like newer newer types to come on board. And yeah, it was just like I keep getting thrown all these magic references. I'm like, bro, I don't play. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, and my job is talking to game store owners, yeah, yeah. you know. So um, I started in the European team, uh, the European and Asia Pacific team, just chatting with game stores in like France and actually Australia as well. Um, and then eventually we hired a French guy, and so he came on board into the European team, and I shifted to North America. Um, and I've sort of been there ever since, just yeah, chatting with store owners, making sure they're getting all their like armory kits, um, you know, talking to them about products, trying to get new new stores on board, signing them up with Jim, walking them through the OP process, you know, yep. and like helping them to actually run events, you know, like, okay, what's your situation? Like, how can we get you running OP? How can you grow a community? Yep. Do you have the right marketing material? Do you have all of this sort of stuff? Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's the general gist of it. But Do you find, like, with your history and studies and your pr- maybe previous work life or just your general knowledge, you said the TCG industry, like, is it really different than 
other industries, do you think? Like, do you sometimes see how things operate in the TCG world and you're just like, oh my gosh, what the fuck is going on here? This is so like out there or it's so contrary to the way things should be done. Like, is it, yeah, because you come from the outside world, so you, you must bring a different perspective, you know? Yeah, I mean, even you even say it, right? Like, come from the outside world. Like, that sort of, <laughs> that statement there sort of shows like, what the TCG industry is because it's really this undercover beast, right? Like it is this billion dollar industry that no one knows about. The, like your majority, like, I think yeah. gaming. That's a great way to put it, a billion dollar well, industry that no one knows I think about. The way I see it, because I've been in a lot of industries and I know gaming, although it's huge, like gaming slowly overtaking Hollywood for entertainment. Gaming still considered niche. Like if you work at a game company, mm. any game company, in, in whether it's a physical toy or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though Hasbro's multi-million, you know what I mean? Like it's huge. But if you talk to most people, they've never interacted with anyone in the gaming industry. Yeah. And then paper card games are a niche. Like they, they probably, if you had to do a drop down, would be under board games and then other, and then card, you know what I mean? Like, it's a very deep niche of gaming. For sure. And it's one of those things where like a lot of people, you know, everyone knows about video games because mm. they've got so much media presence. Whereas like TCGs much are less. also very like just from a media standpoint, watching a game of Flesh and Blood or watching a game of Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh is not entertaining to anyone unless they know how the game works. Yes. Whereas you can watch someone playing like Fortnite or, or these these sort of like yeah. video games. And even if you don't know what's happening, it's still like, oh, bang, bang. You can follow and, the action. You know, flashy easier, stuff yeah. is happening. Um and so, yeah, and I mean, your typical game store, I mean, it's sort of a bit different in the States here, but in New Zealand, at least what I found is, you know, they're not really like front and center on your like main streets or everything. Like a lot of them are sort of tucked away. So just the industry itself, it is so massive, but it's also so just like not known you to, to your go general person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of, cr it's crazy to watch because it's really like its own little economy. Like, I mean, you look at the singles market, man. Like, that's, like, the funniest thing to me is watching that because, like, you're watching economics just play out in real life in front of you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm looking at, I'm like, I was thinking, when I was at university and studying economics, I was like, man, this, when am I ever going to use, like, half of this stuff? Like, I'm not, like, yep. you know, like, yeah, I can apply these these equations and these, like, things to different situations. But I thought, I thought like, you know, real life doesn't work like economics because you're making all these assumptions and all this sort of stuff. But if you want, like, a real easy example of just like supply and demand affecting price like go look at the tcg industry yeah. man because it's just go watch a that. deck win and the fucking the legendary for that deck just doubles in price yeah it's it's <laughs> it's pretty yeah it's pretty funny um and yeah so i've sort of had to do a bit of like history you know actually studying up on like okay what like how did this all come about like mm. you know how did magic come about pokemon all that sort of stuff to get a bit more familiar and actually be able to like initially, you know, speak the lingo when I'm talking to all these game store owners who are throwing me magic terms and stuff. What do you, what do your friends and family think about it? Cause I know for me when a player, like just, you know, example, I was having lunch with Mansent, Ethan Van Sant. We're having lunch at a deli. A guy heard my accent. He actually works at the convention center. Started talking. He's like flesh and blood. He goes, wow, you guys martial artists. <laughs> I go, no, it's a card game. And he goes, oh, I've never heard of a poker format called Flesh and Blood. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, but like he, it just blew his mind and he couldn't fathom that I traveled halfway over the world to playing this card game, like a, a fictional card game. And so even with family and friends, like basically my point is people think it's very strange. What about your friends and family? Like have they come around now that you work for this gaming company and you're traveling the world doing this card games with, you know, dragons and heroes and swords and shields? Like what's the response been from people close to you? Yeah, so it's like it's funny because um, every time I go see my extended family, my grandma is always like, oh, do you still work for Pokemon? You know, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, grandma. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, that's like, that's sort of like how I have to explain it. It's yeah. like, because I can't, I, I, I can't tell her like, oh, it's like Magic the Gathering. It's like, well, that means nothing to her. Yes, yeah. Like the only thing that people, that anyone really, really far out of it, like understand is like, I basically say, oh, it's sort of like Pokemon cards, you know, because that's the only thing I can compare it to. So yeah. now like half of my family thinks I work for Pokemon, but <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> which is like, so it's, but which is not, what I'm like trying to I just it's you get no, to the no, point I've, where it's I've not used even that example because it's more pop culture like yeah, can, everyone's yeah. seen a Pokemon card not everyone's seen a magic card yeah, yeah yeah and um I guess with my friends like my my mates are all sort of like your typical like I grew up with like a lot of a lot of rugby boys you know a lot of um like m 
even yeah even my mates now even though they're not like your typical rugby lad they sort of when they were like oh like you're working for a card game company like you nerd you know like started sort of taking the piss out of me for a yep. little bit and then i was like dude you don't even know like you gotta you actually gotta play this game and i got yeah. them to play and they're like oh, okay this is like this is actually pretty fun but subjectively uh, a good game it is a great game yeah. and i think the thing that i love about it is like it's really easy to pick up like the it's actually very intuitive like yes you know i taught like taught my girlfriend and she was like playing like by the they like you know, the first game she knew what was happening. Mm. Um, and, and it actually got to the point where we were playing like the Ira decks against each other. And I, I was getting to the point where I was like, I actually might lose this game. Like, you know, <laughs> and this is like the first time that, that she's sort of been playing it. So um, it's very, like very intuitive and very easy to pick up. Very hard to master, but very easy oh, yeah. to pick up. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like chess in that sense, right? Yes. Like anyone can play chess, but like to be like a grandmaster is, yeah, very difficult. So yeah. that's what I often tell people, like especially magic players. Yes. I say, look, if I was to get two people off the street, I'm going to have them that have never seen a TCG before. I'm going to have such a hard time teaching them how to play magic. Okay. Yeah. I'll have a much easier time teaching them to play flesh and blood. But once they get through that first little bit of learning with magic, they'll be able to become a competent player a lot quicker than becoming a competent player in fab. Like fab's depth, strategy depth, it's like it's never freaking ending. It's just yep. a pool that has no uh, bottom. It's just so That's deep, so rich. Yep. You know, we're talking about it with Matt and other people and Ethan. Like, it just keeps going. Like, there's no end well, to how deep you can go. when you think you're very good and you meet someone who photographically memorizes your pitch stack, then you're like, oh, there's a whole nother thing I could learn to be better at. That's you know gnarly. I mean? yeah. 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 Well, I mean, your dev team, there's a few guys like that on there. Yeah. A bit sure. cracked. Yeah, they, I mean, good that, gamers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was starting, I was like, started, you know, start, I started playing Fi and yeah. like, I, you know, started like putting down heaps of damage. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting good. Like, I yeah. figured out how to do like an Art of War turn. And then yeah. I like played against Newson, who just got my ass kicked. Yeah. Like, just, I was <laughs> and, like, okay, and yeah. And arguably, Newson's not the best player in the company. Oh, it, I mean? on the, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah but. Sorry, Newson, love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's our favorite LSS employee. Yeah. We got to hang out with him after the Sydney calling. He, great guy. He's a great dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love Newson. Nice car too. Yeah, really He picked nice me up car. from the airport. I'm like, bro, why do you have a job? What's yeah, going right? on? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so you started as in accounts. When did this marketing... I So I'm. it may not even be official is what you're saying. Like you're, you're currently doing marketing and content, mm -hmm. a project for LSS. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that a little? But also when did that start and, and is it 100% that's now your new role or is this a trial and error thing? Um, it's pretty like it's it's pretty locked into yeah. to me moving to that team. Um, it's just a case of like we've been so under the pump with like world's prep and everything like that that actually like putting together the contract and all that sort of stuff is just like it's yeah, not well, a priority. Well, that's that's a later thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been like doing unofficial work for content and all that sort of stuff. Like I guess the first example of what I've we fucking love it. I know what you're about to say. Great fucking job. Okay. But now say nice. go. Yeah, it was <laughs> the 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 regicide <laughs> reveal. Dude, how was the, the best man. content yeah. LSS has ever made? Yeah, I had like literally I had goosebumps. I think I watched it like 20 yeah. times. The music in, like the, the, the timing, first half the editing. An hour. Also, it's a short which means it's consumable. Like it's you can easy, you man. can send yeah. that to someone who doesn't play games oh. and go check this I out. I sent it to my like, wife straight away yeah. and she was just like OMG Great job. See, I knew because I dug. I was like, who made that? And no offense, Chris. I fucking love you, Chris, but it's not Chris. I knew it wasn't Chris right. Bewley. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah. knew. I was like, Chris doesn't do stuff like this. Who is this? Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. No, thank you. It was like a real, real, just like, like, um, James and James and Chris, we've got so many Chris's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, came came to yeah, came to me and we're like, you know, we wanna we wanna do this. And I was like, okay, let's like try figure it out and yeah, it worked out well. All you? With it. Yeah. The editing, everything? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Well, not the art, obviously. No, no, no. Sam, I'm pretty sure. Was it Sam Yang? Is it? I think it might be Sam I think, Yang. Yeah, Sam, Sam Yang did that art. So obviously. You, you edited that. He provided me. Look, man, if the your job at LSS doesn't work out, I'll hire you as an editor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get in a bidding war. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, no. He, great he, job. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he provided the art. And then I was just like, okay, just went from there. No, but but you, you tell a story. That's, that's yeah, like, right. that's, that's. Top level content, if not the best fab content I've ever seen. Short video, hype around a spoiler and a set. We had no fucking idea Assassin's coming to all that card. You know what I mean? And then 
the double art, like the mm. second version, the colors changing, the music the tone, music, the timing. The music. You, you told a story yeah. in like fifteen mm. seconds. Mm. It's hard to do, man. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I it's appreciate brilliant. it. It's, I mean, I gotta go, we gotta give like like James and the the team credit for setting it all up, right? Like I no, did, no, like yeah. I'm I'm not arguing it was a it wasn't a team effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they get a lot of praise. That video, if you were the the tool they used to get it out. You did a fucking fantastic Sorry. job. But Thank you me. said you went to uni and you started, you know, French, international business, economics. Yeah. Like where does this passion come from, from, you know, digital media, mm. editing, creativity? Have Good you question. always been into this or? I did. I did a bit of it in high school. So I did like art design, which is, but I mostly just did Photoshop and Illustrator. Um, and then I'd done a little bit of like Premiere Pro work, just like from, like there was a high school, there was a high school project that I did for it. And then my friends and I, we sort of like, go we go fishing like quite a bit um and we like a good new zealand pastime yeah yeah absolutely so we like we 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 put together some vlogs and stuff so i've like i've done very minimal sort of premiere pro stuff but i know enough to like figure it out and also youtube is like a wealth of information man. Yes. all you need to do is just like look up how do i do this you're and talking then, to amateur content creators like we learn everything from watching a tutorial asking each other it's very yeah, it's there if you want to learn. Oh, if you yeah. want, if you put the hours in. I mean, like, not like I, I put a lot of hours into like figure out how to make it all work mm. properly. But yeah, I like I had enough background knowledge and understanding of like the sort of general Adobe suite to be able to like confidently say I can do this. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, now that I have to do this, I'm gonna really make sure <laughs> I study. So yeah, that's pretty much how it, how it sort of came about. But it's such a cool thing, like to pivot from you know that economic mm. international business into something quite the opposite to be honest yeah for sure it's like i've always wanted to do, i've wanted to do something a bit more like creative i think and so that was why i sort of made the like i i sort of pushed it to, to the team to say like yeah i'd like to do a bit more of this sort of stuff and yeah things sort of have lined up and and even this opportunity for this trip and everything it's all it's all really just like come together um well right i only now. saw you a few months back so yeah so, right yeah. yeah and i was recently. just in the depths of like you know account management stuff then so yeah. it's really been the past few months that yeah first time in america uh i had like a layover in la once for three days on the way to on the way to france for my exchange um but we just did like disneyland and yeah. all that sort of stuff so it wasn't really like real america so this is my first time like how long in, have you been here for now I got here on the 18th of October, so about like two weeks. Sweet. I basically like th trip. three days in. I was in Ohio in uh, in a game store, front, a game store owner's front lawn, shooting AK-47s at a pizza box. <laughs> oh, it sounds like heaven, bro! It was so funny. I was like, I can't yeah. believe you guys are just allowed to do this. Like, it's got Ohio has like open carry. Like, yeah. you can you can have open carry with no license. Like, I'm just like, it's insane, man. But I, the home of the free, yeah, right? land of the brave. Is that how that goes? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it, but it's been yeah, it's been pretty. Pretty fun experience so far. That's cool. I love coming over here, dude. Mm. This is my fourth time to the country. Yeah, I don't. No offense, Americans. I love you, but it, I still, I'm I still in shock every time because I think I've romanticized the US in my head, mm. like movies and yeah. And then went to New York. I'm like, because I grew up in Lebanon, a real third world country, right? Mm. Like guns and yeah, but, yeah. but it's poor. Like mm. there's slums and shit. Yeah. Um. Lucky we didn't grow up that way, but it's all around you. Mm -hmm. Len in New York and I told everyone I could I'm like this feels like Sydney and Lebanon had a baby because Sydney's like <laughs> a modern country it's it's international you can recognize the bridge and the harbor but it's like clean like there's homeless people and stuff but it's very like people are just busy doing their own thing New York can't walk five meters either it's a beggar or someone trying to sell you a rap CD there's like rubbish on the on the street mm. Um, Police tape, out blood the on the floor. Cops are just leaning on their absolutely banged up cars. Like, like you do not see a banged up cop car in Australia or New Zealand. You know what I mean? Like the standards very different. Yeah. Like it's unlikely you'll see a dirty cop car, right? Because it's like they want to. That's what I love about America. It's but, like the Wild West. Yeah, but I, I feel uneasy because I don't know if I should feel. Here's what I'm trying to say. In Lebanon, my guards up. Yeah. Anywhere I go, I know at any point, it's not that it's dangerous, but. It could be. People, no, no, but someone will come up to you with a sob story and his whole goal is to rob you. And you just have to be aware of it. It happens in most third world countries. Mm. US feels like that, but you look around and it's like, I'm not supposed to feel, it's a first world country. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it yeah. feels like it should feel more Oh, the hustle's, the hustle's real here. But the, yeah, sure. but, but Australia that doesn't like happen as often. 
It's not no. like perfectly safe, but maybe yeah. I'm just used to it. Maybe it's just out of my comfort I just find the Americans so cute and endearing. <laughs> that's you know? so nice, yeah. They're so nice, man. Yeah. No, no, I don't have an issue with the people, that's I, for sure. Yeah. But I that's think, what attracts yeah. me to coming here. Oh, the customer the service here, like in hospitality, like how the hotel reception will treat you, how most waiters treat you here is is my, miles ahead of Australia. Oh, we don't have customer service <laughs> back home. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's like, yeah. take this and, and fuck and off. And they're on like 25 bucks an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, they have to be. like the Yeah, so they have, here to, they be have to be because yeah. that's how they get their money, right? That's, so, but it's amazing to get that. I guess it's, it's, a, a, good, fresh like, it's a good sure. incentive, but I also hate having because I'd never <laughs> know how much like to, to give them or anything like that. So I know... Um, when I went, I went to New Zealand to actually talk to James because um, mm. I we hadn't ever had a chance. I'm like, I'd, I I want to sit down with him. He ended up spending four hours with me, just talking shit, but also planning and and what like I wanted to. I'm pretty deep into Fab as a collector, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to know where he's heading, mm-hmm. um, and maybe a possibility of working with him or for him. And I remember the main thing on his mind was a marketing director or someone like he, he sort of had a feeling that. Not a feeling. COVID made it hard to hire people because mm. they couldn't. He, he couldn't poach someone from the US and bring them here. You know what I yeah, mean? Right. Um, but he did say that that was big on his like to do list, other than actually printing sets and getting them out, which I know takes up most of his time. Mm. Is that why? Like, is is that where you're trying to get to, or, or you your is there still they're looking for marketing people? Um. I don't, so as far as what they're looking for, I, I don't know. Like I'm not like privy to that. So um, I mean, I'd yeah, sure. I'd I'd love I'd love to do it, right? I mean, it'd be it'd be sweet. Um, it's a case of just I guess getting the getting the experience and and proving proving what I can do there. I mean, I guess at least the benefit is I've. I'm, I'm like it's funny though because I'm still I'm still pretty young so actually experience wise I'm like this is my first job out of university how old are you? 24 there you go okay. yeah so like um, you're a baby yeah yeah right so it's <laughs> like I studied all the right things of sure. like you know you're sort of like businessy type of stuff so like I get it like theory wise but there's a whole difference too I mean I've chatted with one of the directors a lot and he just like continues to blow me away with like all the stuff that he tells me about I'm like geez I didn't think of that like you know yeah. there's just so much and especially in this like company where there's so many moving parts you just have to consider so much stuff um and so yeah like it's one of those things where i'd, l- I'd love to do it i'm you know, would like to work work towards it when did you start with lss july last year so it's been over a year now. okay did you i know look i know that i don't expect you to give a, 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 a you know a hot answer here but when you first started first few weeks in did you ever like look around and go Oh, I don't know if this game's going to go anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but are you surprised now from like, that's what I'm getting at from like when you started in July to where things are at now, are you just that's like, like 30% of the company's life, by the way, is that one year? Yeah. Are, right? you, are yeah. you just like, wow, you know, we're really onto something here. I think from the get go, I was like, so before I actually joined the team, when I just Googled it online, I was a bit like, oh. Okay, I don't really know it's anything niche. about it. Yeah, I was sort of like, I was sort of like, how many people actually play this? Like, what's the customer base like? So I, I wasn't, I didn't really know what to expect, but I'd seen that there was like, there was still enough presence out there that it was like a legitimate thing. Um, and so before even going to the interview was when I was my most like skeptical about it because I just had no idea. Um, but after sort of chatting, honestly, it was really, the, it was really sort of like the vibe, like chatting with Alan. Like Alan's such a good dude. Yes. Like, um, so. Yeah, that sort of helped. I was sort of like in a position where I was like, well, I'm, I want to come on board anyway. Um, and once I got there, I sort of like got the idea like fairly quickly that it was like, yeah, like we're onto something pretty pretty good. Um, it was just a case of like, we're, we're still a very small team. Um, and so that was sort of my first impressions. But I think I pretty quickly understood that the game itself like not only like the ip but the actual just way that the game plays and the sort of mission statement and everything was very like well thought out and had like legs you know like it was sort of like okay from every from even from someone who doesn't play tcgs i'm like this is something that i can see being successful i mean my sort of initial reason that i was like pretty into the community what well, pretty into the company was the community focused stuff because mm. i was like this is something that is like you know all you, all you see around you is people just like online like you know in their rooms all day you hear all these stories about you know people that just don't even leave their house and they just play video games and all this and all this stuff and i'm like yeah. that's not necessarily the greatest thing for like mental health and you not know, at men- all. and there's mm. almost like this like mental health crisis happening right where 
people are sort of like struggling to find meaning. And I'm like, well, you know, when you look at a lot of studies, like one of the biggest like um, sort of, I don't know if you'd say cures, but things to help combat depression is actually being a part of a community. And I was like, Mm -hmm. we're literally building communities. Like that's as like sick as it gets. There's literal stories of like Sloop Dupes, one of them Mm. literal was depressed, got in the fab, turned his life around. He credits a lot of like what, because he's a YouTuber now, but just getting into the game. Mm. It's a big reason to get him off his ass, lost some weight. You know what I mean? Interacting with people is just better than not. Like Absolutely, yeah. You just don't that, like you can, you, you know. You have that hour at the armory. It's hard to feel alone, <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and it does. Like you, you know, I'm a, I'm not that I'm anti computer game, but I've been I've been alive long enough. I've seen it, you know, ruin people's lives. Real bad mm. addiction to computer games. Close friends of mine, you know. Um, even myself, I battled. You know, I was a bit too obsessed with certain games when I was much much younger. Um. But with TCGs, you know, with flesh and blood, I think giving, you know, to be a player and to go out to these things, you know, you need to have the basic things squared away. You know, you need to know how to talk to people. You need to know how to present yourself, um, organize, you know, logistics, getting to stores on time, just simple things that can set you up, you know, to um, move forward in other areas of your life, you know, whether it's timing, communication, organizing a collection, you know, like forget about the actual mechanics and learning the game itself, but just being at places on time around others, you know, in a reasonable state, you know, for certain people that might be a challenge, but once they do that and they get those habits in their life, it can really overflow into other areas. And that's why I find that, you know, um, TC, you know, there's, broad stereotype but tcg uh, card communities i find have it a lot more together than say other gaming communities just from my own personal observations well Um, even what you mentioned before economics mm. no one that plays tcgs casually or competitively doesn't understand a little bit about economics for sure it's you understand what i mean you have to you have to know well, crap, there's a new set coming. I need to have some money aside for it, whether singles or I want to open cracks. You have to understand that, okay, I've got these assets that I'm not using. I should probably sell some to afford. You know what I mean? They, they got to juggle other things to even be able to pay for armories. Like you can't, it's not, it's not a free-to-play Fortnite on your mm. big brother's PC that you yeah. just leech off and have no forward plan. You know what I mean? Like you constantly need to find money to even play the game. And it's, it's, you don't need to fight, like you need, need to use new money if you're good enough with what you're, like you can spend money in the game, some prices go up, sell them at the high. Mm. You know, like you can, a lot of people, especially if you're a little bit okay at the game, can end up not paying anything to play. Oh, sure. so if you win enough armories, sell cold foils, open your booster packs, you eventually can, it will self-sustain. Yeah, One thing I want to say, um, it's sort of relevant and irrelevant. You're not allowed to say anything about this, I'm pretty sure, so don't. Talisha, the online client. I had James on my channel and that was the most asked question by far of mm. the fans. What do you think of Talisha? Because it's huge now. Like I got some stats from them. It's doing very well. Tens of thousands of people jump in on regularly and, you know, um, anytime you jump on there, you find people to play with. I really wanted to press James on it, but I didn't because I sort of know where he stands. But I'm going to like... He's never told me where he stands. He refuses to actually answer the question. Like, mm. Which is fair enough. <laughs> but, but let me tell you exactly where he stands because you just said it. We all got into the game for the same reason. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a good game, but also it forces me out of the house. And that was a big part of why I enjoyed it. It's getting me out of my... I don't... I'm not... Anti, I'm antisocial. I'm not an introvert. I just fucking hate people. <laughs> but that's not always healthy, right? Um, yeah, he hates me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I genuinely like... I've been in sales since I was 17. I had enough bad relationships in my life and fucking bad people. I, I just prefer my own company most of the time. Um, the benefit of flesh and blood primarily is the flesh and blood bit and the game secondary. Talishar mm-hmm. gives you the watered down experience. Fucking amazing game. Does everything for you. You can play any deck you want. I see the, the attraction. The reason I don't, I don't believe, and again, I, he's never said it to me, and I don't think he will ever say it publicly, but if you just look at what he does say, the benefit of flesh and blood is to play it with people. The minute you take that away, it's not what he wants it to be. It's not going to help with depression. It's not going to help 
build your collection. It's not going to help anything that he's trying to do. You might go, yeah, but it helps me be a better player, but that's not why he created it. If you listen to the interview, it was like, the, what he loves about Fab is there's the casuals and there's people that just play the one deck like Mansant pretty much only plays Levia and he, it's probably why he's not a ProQuest champion or calling champion. Oh, he was schooling them at the hotel lobby. <laughs> no, no, I got back there, he was he was ripping these players <laughs> up with Levia. <laughs> he's very good. But again, if you put that skill and time into a better deck, he might do better, but that's not the point of the game. Mm. That's a secondary part. The first part is the community mm. and Talishar... Does not does not build the community. It's a community product. It's made with love and passion. But in and of itself, I fucking join a game. Someone shit talks me because it's player one and they're anonymous. Or I want to play. Like it's not going to. It's not. You know what I mean? Mm. It has that PC. It has that online gaming feel where there's more chance of toxicity. There's more chance of someone, you know, just conceding halfway through the match. Which in person, people are too embarrassed to do that. I do that because I'm not embarrassed. But most people will not concede halfway through a game. I'll tilt and I'll be like, I'd rather not play. I'll go outside and cool down for the next game. Like mm. not anger, but if I feel like I've already lost, I just stop. He mm. dummy spits. He sucks. Yeah. We I need to have like a box yeah, of but tissues. I'm not, like, I'm not like saying <laughs> flukes tissues. And the, every time he does that, we just get The <laughs> truth is I, I hate I hate the feeling of like I'm wasting time. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely detest it. Yeah. Mm. Fair. So if I feel like I've driven all this way, packed my deck, blah, 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 and then I lose to RNG, I'm like, well, fuck, waste of time. Like, that. that's what... I'm not tilted at, like, the person or whatever. It's more like, I could just stay home, been more productive. <laughs> that's that's yeah. usually yeah, how right. I'm thinking. Yeah. I, but look, that, sorry, I wanted to interject because I think that's, like, what people have been really wanting to hear from LSS, which will probably not happen because it's sort of already been said in the fucking name of the game. Mm. It's like, I don't think LSS will ever get behind an online client for that reason is it will it will diminish what the game's supposed to create, which is community and in-person interactions. I mate, look, I did like a 30-minute video on my thoughts mm. um, on my channel about Talashar, like breaking it down, the good, bad, the ugly, what yep. I like about it, what I hate about it. Um, you know, so check it out. But, um, you know, it has its pluses, but no, it's not. I think where it is is, is where it needs to be. It's a community-made tool. It's free. Um, you can jump on and test cards you can't afford. You can jump on and, and just chill with your mates. You might be international. And webcam is not a fun way to play Fab, I found. Like, I don't I don't, I don't like, like it. it. Mm. I don't like webcam But aside TTS. from that, th there's that, like, a, it's like a crossroads. If that client becomes, like, they get a million patrons and they want to run tournaments and they want to put a ranking system in. No, like, they never it, do that. But no, no, but do you understand what I mean? Like, that is bad because it'll... It'll yes, people will flock to it because it's a fucking good game. But you didn't create the game, mm. and the guy that created the game wants you to play it in person. But then the other side is if it it stops getting supported and no one updates new cards and stuff, it'll be a loss to the community. Because then, well, how do I play against someone like Matthew Folks? We don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, how do I test twenty games in an hour if I have to re-sleeve my whole deck for webcam game? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it has that benefit. I, I like where it sits. Is what I'm saying. I think I it's like good where, where it, it sits. Is, yeah. I think that they shouldn't. I've already said. I've spoken. To, you know, oh, the, I don't the think creators. They will. Yeah, they, and they won't. Like we made suggestions. Like for example, stats. We clearly came out. I came out on my video. So mm. so did Luke. We said. Get rid of those stats. It's not because you were saying like the win rates yeah, of certain and, decks, and I'm like, come on. And I like, said that's not your position to publicize that information. You mm. should feed that back to LSS, but you shouldn't be putting that out there. Mm. And they took it off. And they I actually can't. he tagged us. Like yeah, by the they, way, it was they very, tagged us. And, and yeah, yeah Jodrick, like, like he listens. He, he listens. They I, they I don't want to overstep. They, they're very respectful. Yeah. And um, because I, I you know uh, all the old school MTG people know that having really deep critical mass stats yes it's not that good okay it really isn't like it's that's proven that's actually objectively proven from magic that it shouldn't be there and so i just think they were overstepping the mark by doing that um and it was just like Jordan, keep your head below the radar take that shit no, off but also keep it casual like keep it keep it to where yeah you need to go to an armory you need to go to tournaments to really play the game this mm. should only yeah. be a tool people shouldn't be going to talishar to work out um, the meta, the meta. Stuff, Look yeah. at like get meta snapshots and and all that. That that's not what it should be about. So we we're quite firm on it, and you know, to my surprise, they pulled it straight mm. away. They were just like, "Yep, sweet, it's gone." And again, it's. It was a, I don't know if you know the team behind it. I know. Um, I met Jotrick and Lil, 
He's a judge. He was judging at Pro Tour and he's a programmer in real life and mm -hmm. that's what he does for a living. This is pure passion. Mm. Pure passion. Like that's it's, He wouldn't care if he got paid or not. That's the truth. He doesn't care. He has a patron. It's important, I think, to try and... Oh, they've got server costs. They've got no, costs. No, no, like it's, it's important that it doesn't become a financial burden and he bins it because he... You know what I mean? But he mm. definitely doesn't want to be paid for his time. Like they do this for fun. Mm -hmm. It's him and his, his friends, I believe, and the community loves it and they love them you know it's um if anything because you are an lss employee i do think there should be a dialogue because i think there's no dialogue i think there should be a dialogue between lss and anyone working on projects like this so the rules are clear and the lines are clear because i mentioned this to paul what i'd hate to see is ever lss send send an actual letter going turn it off do you know mm. what I mean? Because the community would be like, wait, we love that. But there'll be a very good reason LSS, if they ever do that, do that. But you just never want to see it happen, which mm. is important that there's dialogue or even a contract going, hey, sign this and you can run this forever. But just, you just have to promise not to do this thing. Because I think the dialogue is what makes this go from a good tool with zero feedback from LSS about it to LSS is aware and happy with where it is, but they don't, like, like again, the focus is real life. You know mm. what I mean? If anything, like I've made this point before, you could easily convince them to make everything on talishar.net push you to your local store. Do you understand what I mean? Like it can do location. It can say after you do the learn to play little tutorial they've done, it should say, would you like someone to contact you and for a learn to play? Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you can use that to recruit players. Like, And I think they'd be more than happy to help send leads talking about sales and yeah, marketing. Right. I think they'd be more than happy to run ads for flesh and blood on their site because that's the whole point of it is, you know, I don't think it should be so separate is what I'm saying. Because mm. they're community members, they're judges. I get them, get them in, talk to them, go, look, great work. We don't want to support online play. What you're doing is great. It's a tool. What we'd like to see is you pushing people to in-person play. Well, we'd may, maybe, maybe James personally would rather it didn't count your tunic for you because it doesn't make you play the game. They would remove it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I'm pretty sure... Anything LSS ever tells that team, they'll do. Hmm. So use it. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I get it. I know it's not your call. I'm just... Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> do, not, do not respond, Alex. <laughs> yeah. That's my advice. Say nothing. Just nod to John no, no, and like, go... Yep. Like at the end of the yep. day, I'm sure if James doesn't want to respond, I don't think any LSS staff are going to come out and like give a big opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to jump in and say... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got you for another 20-ish minutes. Um, do you have any specific questions for the next... No, I just want to get to know. So, you know, you grew up in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So what gaming what, did what? you do before? I'd like he to He played know. rugby. That was the game he played. <laughs> yeah. I played what? No, I actually, I played like like soccer, cricket, sure. tennis, fishing. You don't really play, but I went fishing a lot. Um, okay. So that was like the, that was sort of my background. Like, And I you're played, born, bred New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, in I was born in, in the Waikato in, in Hamilton, but moved to Auckland when I was like four years old. So. Okay. Yeah, most mostly in, in Auckland, South Auckland, yeah. My better half was born in New Plymouth. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's why I'm familiar with the yeah. country being there. You've been over? Oh, I got married there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, been there many times. Him, yeah. You'll probably see him calling next year. Yeah. We're, we're hoping to go. We've heard it's Q1 in New Zealand. But again, it's not confirmed, but yeah, right. James said it publicly. Like The goal is to do it okay. Q1 next yeah. year. That's yeah. part of my passion for flesh and blood is the fact that it's from New Zealand. Yeah, right. I love underdogs. 100% it's a selling point. And I'm very <laughs> proud of anything yes. made in Australia and New Zealand. Like I, I really am mm. so proud this amazing game has come out of, you know, our corner of the earth and, you know, all my in-laws being here with my wife, you know, something she's very proud of, even though she's not into the game, she's still astonishes to her that this game is from New Zealand. She can't get over it. You yeah. know, she just thinks it's amazing and incredible. Because there's a lot of talent in New Zealand. But it's not just it's that. Like you're, you're talking about, you know, James and obviously a big part of the team there it was very heavily into TCGs for the last 20-something years. But James is like OG, mm. world-traveled player and organizer, also ran a business in the TCG space. Like he's an international business person when it comes to TCG. Mm. Like he's not just some random guy that came up with a game idea. Like mm. if, if you had to look at experience. Oh yeah. He's he's one of the more experienced people in the world at doing what he does. Absolutely. But he also happens to have found a passion. You know, he had a daughter and he's like, I don't want, I want to do my own thing and I want to build something. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not, this is not random. <laughs> no, oh, the, it, the reason wizard, it's man. so good is is because I mean 
he, he was sharing like um, having to sleep on the floor in the office and his family having to live in China for a year and a half because they had to sell the house. This is nuts, man. Most people at that point go and get a job again. Mm. And he easily could have. He could have worked for a distributor. He could have worked probably for Wizards if he tried. You know, it wouldn't have been a problem. Mm. He's got experience. He's yeah. pretty switched on. Like if you interview the man as an employer, you'd probably give him a job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you got to give him like, man, when I heard about the, you know, like seven years of setup, I was yeah. like, but like, that like there's some like there's mad respect for for that just for the dedication yeah. and to actually continue and and believe in it, it because I mean yeah most people would have given up a lot earlier. It's very easy to say when you hear that number seven years. You know people just throw it away. Oh, seven years set up, but that's a long time. I've never no, I was in high school. Seven yeah. years that's ago. that's a <laughs> long time doing something but that day is, in that day is a out career. for like, seven years. You can have years. a career in seven years. You yeah. can, mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you can have a whole fucking career. Make a corporate career. In some countries, yeah. you get Jump less for through, murder. Climb ladders. People retire one to seven years. You know what I mean? Mm. That's a, that's a long time living in it, breathing in it, day yeah. in day out. Most while people he was while he was doing a real job, like he was also working at the time. Most he, people's passion projects don't even last twelve months. Yeah. That's the truth of it. You even see it with YouTubers. Yeah. Oh, After yeah. twelve months, most of them stop. Um, we're not going to get into this, but something I want to talk to you eventually. Um, which will probably be more down your alley than Chris's, Chris Buley's, is marketing into into the content creators. Like, mm. you know, the appreciation kit is great. The, um, you know, the spoiler season, this season has been amazing yeah, marketing for the game. Right? So but there's so much more that could be done oh, yeah. with the right, like, hand-holding with LSS. Like, hey, like, you know, you did a gauntlet series. Creating content is one thing, but like, actual marketing direction coming from LSS, scripting, do this, use these graphics, videos, you know what I mean? Like mm. so much to be done. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. More customized, more focused because we're all like I told you off camera, we're like micro influencers. None of us are big. Like even the biggest channels are fairly small in, on YouTube in the grand scheme of things. But people listen. Like when you only have 2,000 subs, everyone you're talking to, I know their names. Mm. I recognize them when they come. You know what I mean? Like they, we have a relationship more than someone with 20 million subs has a relationship with the with with who they're talking to. Mm -hmm. But back to gaming, what 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 did you used to play growing up from like gaming, not sports? Sport yeah. doesn't count as gaming. For like me. I was pretty uh I used to I, I guess it sort of depends. Like, I I actually liked playing 500 with um with my grandparents. Mm. Um I used to play it with my with my great grandparents actually. I'd play 500 with them and, and my parents and that was always fun. That was like that's probably the first that was probably the card game that I enjoyed the most was was that because it felt like that was my first taste of like something where it's like oh there's actually sort of some strategy here yes. even though it's also you're picking up random cards and things um and that was cool because and i think like man like flesh and blood there's so much and this is a this comes down to the in-person thing like playing fab is is like when you're actually playing someone, you're it's like sort of poker as well. You know, you're yes. bluffing people. Like I play like, Dory because it's like poker. Absolutely, yeah. I I didn't actually appreciate that until I started playing against Dory because I was like, oh, <laughs> these attack reactions are like I'm having. Am to think I bluffing? So hard. Am I, do like, I, I have it? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's it actually makes the game so so engaging, yes. and that's like that's part of what I really love about it is is that because it, it, it's and it gets intense especially when you're down to the end game right and it's do they like, have a pummel they do float. they have a pummel and the amount of yeah, times I've man. seen someone with like a potion in hand float to swing a big attack and yeah. make the other person over block because they're oh pummel I die and then there's no pummel I'm scared <laughs> of pummels man I, I play them myself but like yeah scared of the, it's the a scary card what, what heroes laser. do you play so I started with Bravo actually so um, I actually and Newson actually helped helped me build it. I'm I'm luck I'm probably the luckiest person to ever get into yeah, Fab because I have a room full of devs to like help me build my decks. So um it, it's you know, it's about as good as it gets. But um yeah, I sort of like I worked I worked as an account manager for, for like a few months and like learned how to play the game but never really like hadn't gotten into it um properly. And then I was like, I need a like I actually want to like play mm. properly like you know the ira decks versus what i'm looking at these guys playing cc and stuff i'm just like that's so i have no idea what's happening right so i'm like i need to get into it um and they were like oh you could probably sell the bravo like you can make a pretty decent bravo deck for fairly cheap as well yep. um and so and i was like oh, i like the character you know i think he's a cool cool looking dude so i did that and the deck building process was honestly what really like sold me on it because that was when i started 
like I tried to build my own deck. Like I, I got given this like box of Welcome to Wraith Unlimited, which like got cracked in the office and they were like, oh, there's nothing in it. And so they just gave it to me. And I'm like, sweet. They like, cool. Um, and I tried to build my own deck and it just sucked because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I didn't know that you needed so many blues to pay for all these attacks and all that sort of stuff. And so I built this deck, it sucked. And then um, they sort of helped me build it. And then I, um, I had bought like some product. I think I bought like, uh, like some Everfest um, and I had like a cold foil Kraken. Um, and I was like, I'm, I basically took it to the game store and traded it in for like crippling crushes and the, all the like show and show times and the stuff that I needed. And then I, but like that whole process of actually building the deck and I felt like a little kid, man, going to the store. Yep. I was like, Oh, I can't wait. Like I literally, as soon as I got off work, I just like, like boosted straight down to, um, to shuffle and cut it, which is like the store down the road from the office. And, um, I just like, yeah, went went there and like traded my cars, and I'm like so stoked. I like can't wait to get back to the office tomorrow so I can play my deck. Like <laughs> it's just like yeah, it was it was a weird feeling because I hadn't really felt like that for such a long time. Um, and and then yeah, and I got real into it just like that. And that process I think was what sort of like got me deeper into the game because I suddenly started understanding like oh, you actually need to build a deck a certain way to make it work. And it was like, it, it started opening up that depth for the, for the game for me. Um, and then, yeah, I started playing Bravo and I quickly realized I'm not patient enough. <laughs> like that's pretty much what it was. I'm trying yep. to swing and I'm just like, man, I just can't do anything. Like I, you know, everyone's like, you got to block, man. I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. like blocking. Like, you know, I feel you, Alex. I gave up on Bravo too, for the same reason. Like I it's, still, it's very, yeah, yeah, it's a control. Like it is, it's right. not a control. You got to have, have self self-control. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, and that's guardians. What guardians are a, are a, you have to hold back, block a lot, wait. And I was swinging for the sake of swinging because I wanted to swing, you know? Yeah. And that, and so I was just like, well, and, but I was, and I was like losing because of it. Um, and I sort of realized like, okay, I like my actual play style is like ninja. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like fire really. I can't block. So I'm going to swing <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, um, but I still play Bravo because like, it's weird. You know, I never, I never, I didn't think that, um, like I hear people saying like, you know, I just pick a hero and I just love him and I stick to him like that sort of thing. And I was like, like, really? Like was my first little thought. And then I was like, nah, like I've got this weird attachment to like Bravo. Like it was mm. my first hero. He's my guy, you know? So I still play him in Blitz and I just play a very aggro Bravo that yep. it's like, and it's very much like, okay, how does the dice pummels. roll at the start? And Pummels, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> pummels are, are, are amazing. Um, and so it's like, I play Bravo, but I also played Fi because when Uprising came out, I was like, sweet. Now I get to play like a ninja. Um, and that's actually, Fi really got me in, got me deeper into fab because, um, that's when I started actually building, building a deck myself properly and just getting more into it. And, um, I actually like, like, <laughs> like random, but, um, it, this isn't, I guess like the full, the full reason why I did it, but it is part of it is like, I just got some, I literally, I just got a tattoo like a few hours ago. Like what today? Yeah, like whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we have a reveal? Um, it's on your it's ass, on, is it? Nah, it's on my back. <laughs> it's about a staring ember blade. Like oh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Sick. Um, well, you got to show like, us after we finish recording. It's it's literally got the gladder app still on it. Oh, okay. it. It's like that fresh. It's it's at world's reveal on Sunday. Yeah, world's reveal. I'll just take the shirt. <laughs> <Sick. laughs> how yeah. big? How big are we talking? Not like not like massive. Like sort of like I mean, I've got a photo actually. Like yeah, baby, that's sick. Yeah, it's like, but it was sort of a symbolic thing where I was like, because you know, I was. And the thing is, like, I was the guy and that it seems yeah. like it's a it's a rite of passage at LSS. There's another there's another LSS employee with a Kadachi. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I know, yeah. It's like they get him in. It's like a cult. Bro, it's you know? they look cool as yeah. well, right? Like you know, so it's like I can't even. <laughs> oh, dude, people get sword, random sword yeah, tattoos exactly. anyway. It's, yeah, it's sick with a meaning behind it. Yeah, and like the the like because to most people it's like a, a cool flaming well. sword tattoo. Yeah, to right. most people, yeah. If someone just sees it randomly, but then. Someone that plays Flesh and Blood sees you at the beach is gonna be like, "Hey, is that a? Is that a singer? <laughs> yeah, yeah." So no, I was just like one of those things where I was like, especially with the way that this trip's gone, like, and just everything. It was like I wanted to. I really like sort of threw myself into it because I was the, and I tend to sort of do that with a lot of things. But I was like with, um, you know, I was before I got into TCGs, I was I was like a hundred percent. I'll just admit it. Like I was the guy that I was like, bro, like I'm I'm never playing that. I'm I'm never you know like I'm not like you wouldn't catch me in a game store just yep. because it was just like, no, that's not my thing. Like, you know? Um, and so like that, and then coming into working for a, little, a game, you know, a, a trading a studio that makes a trading card game was like, man, I really like, I, I sort of had to like 
reevaluate like how I, how I was looking at it. And I was like, yeah, man, like that's, you know, I can't believe that I was like this ignorant to this, like trading to, to just what trading card games are like for such a long time, because I just never gave it the time of day. And so like actually, and then as soon as I got into it, I was like, man, this is fun. Like, you know, my girlfriend's like, like ripping into me because I'm like, I just bought a case. Like, you know, (laughs) but, um, yeah, yeah. You know what I've got out of this whole conversation? Like went from, not even yeah. into it, not even stepping in a game store saying these fucking nerds. Yeah. Now he's got yes. a serious yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. yeah. That's <laughs> the power <laughs> of fab, bro. I can't believe it. That like, is so do, awesome. Do you know what's like the only takeaway I've got from this whole chat? You, you're not going to, no one's going to guess what I'm trying to talk about till I say it. <laughs> he had to go fucking, he works at LSS. He had to go to a game store to buy cards at retail. <laughs> And he had to buy a fucking case. And so it should be that way. <laughs> I know, but like he's saying it. I'm like, there's no way someone snuck you a fucking case. No, no. we don't get given. We don't get that's given. Insane. Yeah, and that's that's no, no, that's listen, how I'm businesses not, should be run. I'm saying it because we didn't. It's not prompted. Mm-hmm. His story is the same as mine, and his paycheck say LSS. He still had to go buy Bravo cards. That's crazy. What's nice. funny is our LGS is better than yours because if you were a new Bravo player and our LGS, you'd have the cards, mate. That's what we do. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what do you need? You need this? All right, you need that. We we try and like speed people into yeah, play because there's a hurdle there. You enjoyed it. Some people find it daunting or mm. like don't have the money and we don't ever want that to be. That's sick that he's like, you had to, you had to do it. Yeah, right. well, it's like one of those things where you just, I don't know, once I got into it, I was like, damn, like it was pretty yeah. fun. Like we do, yeah, like I got, um, yeah, I opened a pretty good box of uprising as well and mm. i was like like it was like cold foil shukos rainbow rainbow foil flame scale and i was like damn nice. like yeah and so that i was also like ah oh, i could see but i could see how the feeling gets you you know yeah, when yeah, you yeah. actually the addiction to get, crack bro, yeah i know right? and, and uprising by far is the best set to open which dynasty i think would be similar because you can hit cold foil yeah, rainbow right. foil. it's so good yeah i just i opened a case of wtr recently mm. two tunics and three E strikes. That's insane. Stupid luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it can happen. It can. The whole reason I have a YouTube channel is because I open so much, it's a waste not to record it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting in my lounge, opening 20 cases by myself, not recording it, it'd be, well, I'd probably, you know, um, my mum would probably make me go to a therapist or something, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to jet. Yeah. All good. I'm sorry. Hey, Wait. man. Really appreciate you taking the time. I know this was very impromptu. No, it's all good. I'm, yeah, it was. Are you playing any events? Uh, probably not. I've I've got LSS stuff that I'm. That's doing. right. You're recording stuff. Yeah, a lot I of, heard there's a, a crew. Filming. There's film cameras. Yeah, there'll be a bit of that. Yeah. Well, How can we'll, people find you? Get in touch with you. Um, I LSS it, I, Alex so, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I'll, LSS I'll put you Alex. Your, yeah. yeah, I actually didn't. I've never had a Twitter before. Like we don't really use it. And use well, I don't think most people really Look, use none it of us did in australia fab. no one uses yeah, that yeah, right. fab it's twitter is actually way better than the other platforms i feel it's very much talk, an yeah. american thing twitter. that's good for the community because mm. everyone's sort of like there and i was like well i need to actually like get it get into this so i made it sort of for this trip and and then yeah just like started posting these like road to worlds things where i'm like you know every day as well as, as like funny things about the states that i notice and then like whatever fab stuff i'm doing sort of yeah. combined into the two and just been posting that sort of stuff and connecting with some of the people that we're trying to link up with so yeah. awesome well this will probably post a week or two afterwards anyway so by then if you want to put anything up to link um we'll put it up yeah it's been a pleasure yeah, Jeez, absolutely. alex good to meet you yeah good to get to, to know you yeah 100 wicked all right guys see you on the next one Woo! Woo. Thank you.